Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not all heroes wear capes. Not all heroes are the people that you would expect, but the heroes that we are watching and witnessing today deserve a standing ovation from all of us. And I'm talking about the Freedom Convoy. What is the Freedom Convoy? It's a convoy of 18-wheeler truckers in Canada that are going from major city to major city, standing up against the vaccine mandate for all truckers. And it's not just truckers, it is people in their cars now that are getting in line with these truckers and the, and the people in Canada are standing out there with Canadian flags on the side of the roads in negative 30 degree weather making this happen. Now these truckers, they're going to need some help because the media is trying to imply that they are terrorists and I'll tell you about that in a moment. But first, please make sure you share this podcast on social media. Hit that little forward button. Also, make sure you hit the subscriber auto download button and if you're listening to this, Please make sure you write us a five-star review while listening. Uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, it helps us tremendously on the charts to beat other liberal podcasts. Now, what does the man in charge of the nation, Trudeau, have to say about these truckers? This is what he thinks of the people that bring food to his house. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable Uh, views uh, that they're expressing unacceptable views that they're expressing so to be clear in Canada the leader Trudeau of Canada is now saying it's an unacceptable view for you to say no to a vaccine mandate to drive an 18-wheeler it is an unacceptable view in the eyes of the government he also says that you're small and you're fringe when clearly this is the largest rallies we've seen in my lifetime in Canada they're small, they're fringe, they're on the out, outside, they're crazies, right? This is how you undermine people, this is how you dehumanize people. And then you tell them the government gets to decide on thoughts. The government gets to decide what they stamp as an acceptable view and an unacceptable view. That is what Trudeau just said. Holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Unacceptable views that they're expressing. So let, let's just be clear about what Trudeau is now saying. He's saying if you have an unacceptable view and you're expressing it, you are now public enemy number one in Canada. Do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know. So now you are no longer a real Canadian. You're no longer part of a civil society. I have been warning you in our podcast for months that this is exactly what they're going to try to do, not only in this country, but other countries. They're going to divide us into two sets of people, those that have acceptable views and those that have unacceptable views, those that are part of the great nation or city or state or town, and those that are outcast. That is exactly what the president of Canada just said. Do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science, 
and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. That is declaring war on the unvaccinated. That is what a president of a country sounds like when they declare war on the unvaccinated, which is exactly what Trudeau has done. Now, there is a smear campaign going against these truckers now and those that are supporting them. If you just put in Google Canada truckers and and every one of you right now, go do it. I want you to see how much propaganda there is from the media. And Google is facilitating this propaganda. The top story is I am saying this right now. It's from the Associated Press. The headline, Canada police fear violence at trucker vaccine protest. All right, so let's click on that link. See, you can't just go out on the side of the road and wave a Canadian flag and say thank you to the heroes, you know, the truckers who are just trying to give food and services and basic necessities to the people all over a freezing country right now in the middle of winter. No, no, no. You have to dehumanize them and demonize them. Canada police fear violence at trucker vaccine protest. Associated Press out of Ottawa, Ontario. A convoy of truckers set to descend on Ottawa to protest a vaccine mandate for cross-border drivers is prompting Canadian police to prepare for violence and politicians to warn against escalating rhetoric linked to the demonstration. Okay, if you're, if you're a politician, you're warning, warning against escalating rhetoric linked to the demonstration, then maybe you should dial down your crazy and not say things like the president of Canada just said, slamming the anti-vaccine mandate truckers, saying that you're holding unacceptable views. The small fringe minority. Maybe you shouldn't call them a small fringe minority if you're trying to dial down the rhetoric. Or could it be that maybe the Canada and the and the man who's in charge of Canada right now, Trudeau, is trying to ratchet things up so they have a reason to arrest truck drivers. Could it be that? Of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Who gets to decide what an accepting and unaccepting view is when it comes to your medical decisions? There is something very psychotic about the people that are obsessed with you getting vaccinated. All right, as I do this show right now, I have COVID. I have made decisions about how to get treated for COVID. I'm not trying to push them on anyone else, but that's no one else's business but me and my doctors. But these politicians believe that it is, that they should take monoclonal antibodies away from me. They should take (coughs) ivermectin away from me. The number of people that have been wishing death on me once I announced I had COVID is unbelievable. What's so ironic is so many of the people that are attacking me while I have COVID, while I'm doing this right now, automatically assume because I stand up for freedom that I am not vaccinated, that I'm an anti-vaxxer. I'm not. I have gotten vaccinated and I've gotten a booster shot. I've talked about this for months on end. Why? Because I have my father's DNA. When he got va- when he had COVID almost a year ago, he almost died. I talked to my doctors, made a medical decision, not a political one, and based on My medical history, based on having asthma, based on having my father's DNA, based on seeing him on oxygen for three months after getting COVID, a year ago when there was no vaccine, my doctors and I made a medical decision, not a political decision, a medical decision that was best for me. 
My medical decision doesn't even match my own household, by the way, because we're looking at each person in my household individually, making de- what decisions are best for each person individually. Are my children vaccinated? No. Is it any of your business? And the government, I'm referring to the government. No, it's not. Should you be able to mandate that my child get vaccinated? No. I have a million different reasons why my kids aren't vaccinated. And by the way, they all got COVID and thank the Lord they had virtually no issues with it. Cold, runny nose, a little irritation, not a full night's sleep for a couple nights. Children are resilient and COVID with children is different than COVID with adults. We've clearly seen that. I decided to make a medical decision, not a political one with them, and they're not going to get vaccinated at this point. But you notice everything I just said is a medical conversation. It's not political, yet the Political elites believe that they should be able to dictate to you what you and what you put in your body. How bad are things in Canada? I'll give you this headline. The Canadian health minister on mandatory vaccination. Quote, I personally think we will get there at some point. The Canadian health minister, Duck Loss, said on Friday he thinks mandatory vaccination will be imposed across Canada during a press conference in Ottawa. A reporter from TVA invited the Canadian health minister on and asked him remarks on compulsory vaccination, including financial penalties against those refusing vaccination. He asked, there are people that are age 50 and up that are refusing vaccination. Are we going to be adding other measures federally? He added, my question is mostly about compulsory vaccination, like they're doing in Italy, where people will be hit in the pocketbook if they don't get vaccinated. The health minister of Canada said he believed Canada would impose mandatory vaccination, quote unquote, nationwide. I personally think we will get there at some point, mandatory vaccination. There will always be exceptions, of course. People who have medical reasons to be exempt will be allowed not to get vaccinated. Well, medical exemptions, do those count? Sure. Uh, what about religious? Nope, we don't, we, don't, we don't honor those. Not only in Canada are they not doing it, but in America. And by the way, while this is all happening right now, just know we're kicking people out of our military in America right now as we speak. When it looks like Joe Biden's on the brink of war with possibly Russia over Ukraine. We're kicking people out of the military when we need them the most right now because they won't get a vaccine. Which has already, by the way, been struck down by the Supreme Court. Which is another part of the insanity of all this. Mandatory vaccinations back to Canada. The health minister added will be a part of what people think about in provinces. And what they think they could put into their action plans. All Canadians over the age of five should be getting vaccinated and wearing a mask. He framed the mat wearing a mask and reception of coronavirus vaccinations as part of a conscientious citizenship. Oh, so you're only a real Canadian if you do what we tell you to do. Quote, we all have a role to play as citizens to beat this virus. And we all must do our part. So if you want to be like the Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau then you must get vaccinated. If you want to be a good Canadian, you must be vaccinated. If you don't want us to treat you like public enemy number one, then you must be vaccinated. Because that's what our Prime Minister Trudeau has said. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. A little advice for Trudeau and the other scumbag leaders in Canada and in this country. Keep doing it. 
keep trying to marginalize and act like we're extremists for wanting to actually make decisions about our medical health and our children. Keep trying to do this and see how few of us are out there because all you're doing is creating a lot of people that were pretty quiet that are now saying, all right, screw you. Keep it up. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to get back to this AP article that is nothing more than an attack on these truck drivers trying to imply that they're violent extremists. The headline, and again, go to a Google search, and you'll see the headline that I'm talking about right now. If you do a Google search, Canada truckers, the first article says Canada police fear violence as truck, trucker vaccine protest. The star.com, another one says this, truckers are flirting with extremists. They should call off their protest. Really? The Globe and Mail have a totally different headline. Trucker convoy opposed to COVID-19 vaccine mandates gets big greeting. Interesting, isn't it, how that works? National Truckers Group denounces highway protests by anti-vaccine mandate, another one says. Because, of course, that's the one they want you to hear about. ABC News, Canada police fear violence at truck driver vaccine protests. Fringe minority, another headline says, in truck convoy with unacceptable views. Don't represent Canada, another one writes. Truckers, this is Reuters, fighting government vaccine mandate, march to Canada capital. Many fear violence. Really, this is how you want to treat them? Okay, I'm glad we know because this is what people need to know. I really am. I'm glad to know that this is how you're going to treat people that stand up for their rights. Because this is very important. Now, you go back to this article. Ottawa police chief said Wednesday officers have been in contact with protest leaders whom he said have been cooperative and shared their plans. Does that sound like a violent group of fringe individuals? Because the headline right above that says, can a police fear violence at truck driver vaccine protests? Then you immediately have the Ottawa police chief saying the complete opposite of that. But Deputy Chief Steve Bell voiced concern about parallel groups that intelligence suggests will also turn up to the protests. The truckers are protesting a new requirement that truckers entering Canada be fully vaccinated as of January the 15th, meaning boosted if you need one. The United States has imposed the same requirement on truckers entering that country. So in other words, you can't go across the borders unless you're fully vaccinated, which is going to do massive harm to the already problems we have with supply chains and inflation. We have a wide open southern border, by the way, where millions can come across the border and none of them are tested. And single men who are supposed to be sent back to their host countries, which we talked about yesterday, are being put into cabs and then given airplane tickets to fly anywhere in the country they want to go. Are they tested for COVID? No. But the truck drivers who are bringing goods back and forth, who mainly stay in their cabs, they're now public enemy number one. And they're the ones that should be vaccinated 
because the Biden regime and the Trudeau regime got together and decided it. The United States has imposed the same requirements as Canada, and they're sticking with it. The Canadian Trucking Alliance has estimated that about 15% of truckers in Canada and as many as 16,000 are not fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Some, this is the Associated Press, hard news, right? Not supposed to be biased. Here's our next sentence. Some with far-right views have latched onto the protest. One online video includes a man expressing hope the rally will turn into the Canadian equivalent of January the 6th, right at the U.S. Capitol by supporters of former President Donald Trump. Oh, well, there you go. You found one guy, stick it in the article, and connected to Donald Trump in January the 6th. Because this is how they justify the shutting down, the stalking, and the dehumanization of those that disagree with them. Then you get a tweet from Donald Trump Jr., and you put that in the AP article to demonize these people, right? Donald Trump Jr. took to social media to endorse the Canadian truck convoy's fight against tyranny and to urge Americans to follow suit. Well, there you go. Must be January the 6th all over again. By the way, did Donald Trump Jr. denounce January the 6th? Yes. In real time, what was happening? Yes. Do the text messages that we've seen coming from him say the same exact thing? Yes. At a meeting in Ottawa, police disclosed they are preparing for a range of scenarios, including the potential for violent outbreaks. Police say they are planning for the arrival of between 1,000 to 2,000 demonstrators, but say the situation is fluid and changing by the hour. Prime Minister Trudeau said there was a small, again, this is how you make a small group, not small anymore. Call them small. Attack the people in your country who you refuse to listen to. Call them a small fringe minority who are on the way to Ottawa who are holding unacceptable views and watch how fast the number grows from 1,000 to 2,000 to a hell of a lot more than that because that's exactly what you're going to get. Quote, what we are hearing from some people associated with the convoy is completely unacceptable. So, so you're hearing that they don't believe that they should be vaccinated to drive a damn truck. And that is a, again, unacceptable viewpoint. While police support the right to peaceful protests, the AP continues to write, officers would be prepared to move protesters out of the demonstration zone should the situation become violent or threatening, said the Ottawa police chief. Does it sound like they're trying to ratchet things down or does it sound like they're trying to turn these people into terrorists before they even get there? It sounds like they're trying to turn the truck drivers into terrorists. Some supporters of the convoy, including some opposition conservative lawmakers, have taken to social media to warn the vaccine mandate for truckers will leave Store shelves empty. They're right. It's amazing how long it took to even put that possibility in the article. The transportation minister has assured Canadians there's no reason to fear food shortages will result from a small minority. Yes, again, call them a minority and see how fast they stick it to you. Of truck drivers refusing to comply with the vaccine mandate. Moreover, he said there's been no measurable impact on the number of trucks crossing the border since the vaccine mandate went into effect on January the 15th. Last week, he said almost 100,000 trucks crossed the border, about the same as usual for this time of year. So in other words, these people are fringe, they're crazy, and you shouldn't worry about them because they're so small and so little. Yet, they're filling up hours and hours and hours of highway space moving together. And, And the citizens in Canada are standing with the truck drivers, and the countless number of cars are with the truck drivers. Keep calling them small. Keep saying that they're fringe. Keep saying that they're violent when they're not. Go back to Reuters. Truck, tr- truckers fighting government vaccine mandates march to the Canadian capital. 
Their headline, a convoy of truckers started their march from Vancouver on Sunday to the Canadian capital of Ottawa, protesting the government's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for truckers, which the industry says would create driver shortages and fuel inflation. Truckers under the banner Freedom Convoy 2022 have raised $2.7 million by Sunday through a GoFundMe campaign to fight the mandate. The fundraiser will be used to help the cost of fuel, food, and lodging. The GoFundMe page says the convoy is expected to reach Ottawa January the 29th. The trucking industry is vital to ensuring smooth flow of goods since more than two-thirds of the $521 billion in goods traded annually between Canada and the United States travel on the roads. But as many as 32,000 or 20% of the 160,000 Canadian and American cross-border truck drivers may be taken off the roads due to the mandate. That's what the Canadian Trucking Alliance estimates now reads. Well, that's a big difference in what the AP is saying. That's a big difference in what Trudeau is saying, right? Trudeau says these are just a little group of people that are fringe and crazy. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. Yes, keep demonizing those that disagree with you on a medical decision. Keep doing it. Laura Ingram on Fox News Channel had this to say about the U.S.-Canada vaccine border, and she's right. She said, if you think empty shelves are a problem right now, wait until the vaccine mandate on these truckers is in effect. Of these vaccine mandates, Biden's latest one is a masterclass in colossal stupidity. And this time, he's getting help from pretty boy Justin Trudeau. As of January 22nd, the Biden administration will require truck drivers returning from Canada to be fully vaxxed. So just days ago, a similar mandate went into effect in Canada the other way around. In response, Canadian truckers in Manitoba took to the streets in protest. Now, you're thinking, well, why is this such a big deal? Well, until you realize as many as half of American truckers are unvaccinated. Many of them, of course, already recovered from COVID. So if you think the grocery store shelves are barren now, wait until tens of thousands of truckers are forced off the roads. We already have a trucker shortage going to make it worse. Joining me now is Rick Wall, who organized a protest against the trucker mandate in Manitoba this week. Rick, um, truckers who in large part sit alone in a sealed cab for hours a day, uh, apparently a viral threat to the public. I I love how she says that they're viral threat to the public. They sit alone in a truck in a sealed cab for hours and hours and hours a day. They sit in their cab while they're waiting for their, their new shipment to be either clicked on or taken off the back of their, of their rig. And this is what we're doing to these people. We've said they're extremists, but they're really not. Now, remember, Joe Biden, who's gotten virtually everything wrong with vaccines, was asked about this as well. And he said, without anything to back it up, there are not going to be any problems with supply chain because taking 16,000 truckers off the road. Okay. I say no. Thank you. There it is. I say no. Thank you. 
So all the people that are asking questions about the vaccine and taking all these truckers off the road, is it going to have a major impact on supply chain? Joe Biden's response is, I say no. Thank you. Well, that makes me feel a hell of a lot better. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Biden wants you to believe that everything happening right now in Canada is going to have zero impact on supply chain shortages. Okay. Let me just remind you of how stupid this White House is. I'm going to go back to 1216 of 2021. This is December the 16th, not that long ago. And I'm old enough to remember when these conversations took place. Remember Mayor Pete, the guy who's supposed to be in charge of transportation, who took a two-month maternity leave when they adopted a child? He didn't birth anything. Two months off as the dude in charge. While we are in a supply chain crisis before Christmas and we have backup at, at virtually every port in America and we have a shortage of truck drivers in this country, now we've literally had to make it where 18-year-olds, right, while they try to claim there's going to be no shortage, we've just changed the rule where 18-year-old truck drivers can cross state lines. That's how bad it's gotten. But the dude just said, the president just said to you, oh, there's going to be no problem, no supply chain issues. We're not worried about these extreme fringe people, right? The same exact hostility that we've heard from Trudeau towards these truck drivers. Prime Minister in Canada, yeah, these are a small group of extremists on a fringe that are wackos and crazy. Okay, let's go back to 1216. We've got a real problem with truckers in this country. There's warning signs everywhere. We don't have enough of them. Hell, we're having to change the age that a truck driver can drive across state lines to 18. And after Mayor Pete came back from not birthing a child to from his, you know, to be in charge of transportation, He's on CNN and he's asked about the need for more truck drivers in this country. Now, this is before they just changed these rules in Canada and America about mandating vaccine vaccine mandates for the truck drivers crossing the border. So you can't have it both ways. I'm busting you right now. Listen to this from last year. Remember, these truck drivers are the definition of essential workers. You can't do that job uh, from home. You can't do it over Zoom. And we have absolutely depended on them to get everything from vaccine supplies to Christmas presents where they need to be. But we are at a moment where we just don't have the trucking capacity that we need. So we're teaming up with the Department of Labor. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's back it up. The transportation secretary on December the 16th said this. But we are at a moment where we just don't have the trucking capacity that we need. So this was pre-vaccine mandate put in place by America and put in by Canada, which clearly they were talking to one another when they decided to do this. We had a problem December the 16th, and now the president wants you to believe that there is no issue with supply chain while we're putting potentially up to 16,000 truck drivers just in Canada alone off the roadways. Based on what we've seen from these articles that are written, also telling us that those that protest are now a threat to society and there could be violence that erupts because of this. I'll go back to the Reuters article here. But as many as 32,000 or 20% 
of the 160,000 Canadian and American cross-border truck drivers may be taken off the roads due to the mandate. The Canadian Trucking Alliance estimates. The Canadian Trucking Alliance, however, said in a statement, because I'm sure they want to be in good graces with the government, it does not support any protests or public roadways on the, on the public roadways, and the only way to cross the border on a commercial truck is by getting vaccinated. Huh, man, you guys really know how to do it. Reuters did at least tell the truth on this. Driver shortages are further expected to fuel red-hot inflation, which is running at a three-decade high, industry lobbyist groups have warned. Prime Minister Trudeau has resisted industry pressure to delay the mandate since it was first announced. Because remember, these people are fringe and crazy and they're a very small minority. So everybody's on my side and everybody thinks that I'm brilliant. So we're going to stick with this. Back to President Obama or Biden. What does he have to say? Oh, well, there's no issues here. I say no to issues with supply chain shortages. Well, that's not what your transportation secretary said on January. The 1st. December the 29th, December the 22nd, and December the 16th in interviews. Your transportation secretary said there absolutely is a problem. So much so that he is starting a government initiative. A government initiative to do more to make sure that we have a more secure, well-compensated, and well-respected Job growth in the trucking industry. You don't believe me? Here are his exact words again. Remember, these truck drivers are the definition of essential workers. You can't do that job uh, from home. You can't do it over Zoom. And we have absolutely depended on them to get everything from vaccine supplies to Christmas presents where they need to be. But we are at a moment where we just don't have the trucking capacity that we need. So we're teaming up with the Department of Labor, taking a number of steps across the next 30, 60, 90 days and beyond. In the near term, a lot of it's about taking down some of the red tape that gets in the way of people who want a career in trucking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Then why are you adding more red tape? Why are you adding vaccine mandate red tape if you say and you claim that you're trying to get rid of the red tape because it's important for you to get rid of the red tape? These are your words, not mine. Okay, these are your words, not mine. You're saying we got to get rid of the red tape. That's how bad it's gotten. And then immediately you are in, you're invoking massive medical red tape that's going to affect 27,000 plus truckers. Being able to get uh, tested for a commercial driver's license, for example. In the longer run, frankly, we need to do more uh, to make this a more secure, well-compensated, and well-respected job. And- well, you guys aren't treating them with much respect because when they protest, you guys act like they're terrorists. So that ain't working. We're going to be looking at that, too. Well, that. Yeah, we're going to be looking at that, too. We're going to well, we're going to we're going to make sure they're more well compensated and well respected in their job. You're treating them like terrorists right now. The headlines are clear. Almost every major headline, if you just put in Canada and trucking, Canada police fear violence at truck driver vaccine protests, fringe minority and truck convoy with unacceptable views don't represent Canadians. The Prime Minister Trudeau is saying, this is what you guys are doing to them. The Ottawa police chief says they've been in contact with the protest leaders whom they say have been cooperative and shared their plans. But you still want to turn them into some sort of domestic terrorist group. You say they're wanting to do January the 6th all over again. That's what you're saying. And what are the truck drivers saying? The Freedom Convoy on their Facebook page. Put this up from a trucker. Facts that the media is not sharing. The trucking convoy is not anti-vaccination. 
It is anti-government mandates, number one. Many of us are vaccinated. We simply believe that every Canadian should be free to choose and face no discrimination or restrictions on their freedom due to their choice. Media is not going to tell you that. They want you to be afraid of the truck drivers. They're extremists. Number two, the Canadian Trucking Alliance is a spineless private organization that does not speak for us. That's the group that every media outlet's quoting right now, saying they're against these protests. Number three, no more lockdowns. No forced vaccination. Yes, it is forced when you choose between a shot you don't want and your ability to feed your family. Number four, five, I should say, truckers will not block emergency vehicles at any point ever. People have been accusing of that online, which is not true. And will even assist any person in need at any point in the convoy or protests. Safety plans are in place. Drivers have been briefed and signed documents at their respective checkpoints to make sure that they're in compliance because they know the media is trying to set them up and the government's trying to set them up to imply that they blocked emergency vehicles and that someone's going to die because they're in the roadways. The money raised. Now over $4 million will be distributed following a strict protocol. Drivers must register, check in with their respective road captains, and submit receipts in order to be reimbursed. All remaining funds will be donated to a Veterans Association in Canada. There is a lawyer and accountant overseeing this. They've been attacked already by the government saying, well, we wonder where all this money's going. There you go. This could be the single largest protest in Canada's history. People who oppose government mandates are not the tiny group that the media has tried to make us believe. We are significant in numbers, growing by the day, and we will not back down. See you all on the flip side. God bless everyone who's fighting for our freedom and our futures. That was posted by the Freedom Convoy yesterday. So let's go back to Trudeau. And I will end by uh, reminding you that Trudeau is a guy that is trying to imply that all these truckers are some sort of domestic terrorists, that they're crazy, that they're whack jobs, they deserve to be exiled from Canada, they should not be considered to be a part of the good people of Canada, that they're basically not even Canadian citizens. It's the same people that say we need to dial down and ratchet down the rhetoric while they're clearly upping the rhetoric. I go back to the Facebook page, Freedom Convoy 2022. This could be the single largest protest in Canadian history. People who oppose government mandates are not the tiny group that the media has tried to make us believe. We are significant in numbers, growing by the day, and we will not back down. You want to know why that sentence was in there? Because this is how the government is treating these people, a large group of people that might be doing the largest protest in the history of the country. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. Next question. There are your values. They've decided what the values are, and if you don't get in line with their values and get the jab, then we're going to attack you. By the way, if you want to know how MSNBC is covering this, not a joke, 
MSNBC's Tiffany Cross is now blaming racism for the reason why we're having supply chain issues in this country, saying, and I'm quoting, the trucking industry is, quote, unwelcoming for people of color. Truckers overwhelmingly voted for Donald Trump. So if you don't have things on your shelf, no, it's the fault of Trump and white people who are unwelcoming to people of color in the trucking industry. That's how they're spinning a supply chain issue that is being amplified by stupid decisions by the leader in Canada and our president with vaccine mandates. They're wanting you to somehow believe it's Trump's fault, who's not even the president, and racism. The reason for the country's backlog supply chain is something surprisingly simple. There just aren't enough people to drive the trucks. Now, the industry, which predominantly employs white men over the age of 55, has a massive retention problem with the 92% turnover rate last year, leaving a shortage of 80,000 truck drivers nationwide. So it's all white people's fault. And there's massive turnover. It's all white people's fault. And everybody in the industry is white and they're all quitting their jobs. So it's white people's fault. That's literally what MSNBC just said. And guess who's needed to bail out the industry? Our next guest will tell us. Joining me now, Pamela Day, owner and president of the Cross Country Truck Driving School. Uh, Pamela, so happy to have you here. I have to tell you, my brother is a truck driver um, and he drives across the country. And it's very uh, nerve wracking to me uh, when he's on the road um, because uh, it's just it feels like a dangerous industry, but you're trying to it feels like a dangerous industry. This is a black woman on TV, Tiffany Cross on MSNBC, saying that she's afraid for her brother's life because he's a black truck driver. And then she has a woman who's black who owns a truck driving company telling you that the real problem with supply chain issues is not these mandates. It's white people to disrupt that and bring more people who look like us to the industry. Tell us why. Yes, ma'am. First of all, thank you for having me this morning. And yes, we are. And we say we're not building truck drivers, but safe CMB operators, folks that can get back to their home whenever they're done with their shift. That's the most important part, ma'am. Well, how can the industry be more welcoming? Because I have to tell you, I talked to a lot of truck drivers and uh, preparing for this segment. And um, most of these truck drivers are people of color. And they talked about, um, you know, hearing some of the racism um, over the CB. Um, you know, this is, again, an industry populated um, by a lot of white men over the age of 55. Um, this group of people overwhelmingly voted for Trump. There it is. Everybody on the roads are racist. So give the middle finger of the truck drivers. Blame the white man for all the problems and make sure that you hate Donald Trump. And if you can't find things on the shelf, just know it's because the trucking industry is unwelcoming to people of color and truckers overwhelmingly voted for Trump. So they're all a bunch of racists. And that is the media in America today. I hope every one of you will thank the truck drivers you see for doing their jobs. And I hope every one of you will encourage the truck drivers to do exactly what they're doing in Canada because these people are heroes for standing up to this insanity. And you can and, and, and the media, screw you. Please make sure you share this podcast so other people will know what really is going on and what the media is trying to do to these truck drivers. We should all stand by them. Please write us a five-star review and help us beat liberal podcasts in the charts. Every time you write us a review, it makes a huge difference uh, in where we rate so people can find this podcast. And lastly, make sure you hit that subscribe or auto-download button so you get this show for free every day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.